2: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: We've got Robert Wagner here from Little Wretches. How are you today?
1: i'm doing really well and i'm glad to be here thank you for having me yeah well how would you describe
0: the sound of the music that you make
1: well uh it cuts across a lot of genres you know mostly i'm playing with an acoustic guitar and performing solo and the band's been around a long time The, the album that that's out now even though people always say the little wretches they're like a folk rock group but people mm. here would say, no, that's more like a cla- a cross between the clash and the b fifty twos uh you know it's pretty high energy uh, pretty spirited and I say, I'll take that I'll take a comparison to the clash and the b fifty twos
0: yeah, do you take a lot
1: of inspiration from them um yeah, I kind of do uh i I can say that i was first in the room at one of the clash's first shows in the united states back when i was very young and dreaming about maybe some you know punk rock made it possible for me people like me to think that we could start bands and no bands ever came to pittsburgh i'm from pittsburgh pennsylvania and pittsburgh's reputation has changed but back in the day all the good bands went to cleveland so we Mm. we drove up to cleveland to see the clash and it was freezing cold we got Uh there really early and we snuck in through the stage door and then we see these guys coming ru- running running into the theater in all this like army gear it's like <laughs> who are these posers it's like <laughs> that's the clash so we were there for their sound check we were like the only guys in in the room for the clash's sound check so i could say i might have been among the first 10 people in america to hear the clash live you know
0: that's quite an incredible achievement was it worth bracing the cold
1: for it then oh yeah yeah I mean, we were the, we were everybody from Pittsburgh, we, even though we were in Cleveland, the first three rows were all people from Pittsburgh, packed in, uh, very high energy level. Uh, if, if you weren't around for those days, I don't even know if you can imagine, but if you see like any yeah. of the old videos of like the the kids pogoing and all of that, that's the kind of energy it was really. And people that didn't know about it, they, they were scared of it. You know, now, mm. now you see people with pink hair and mohawks everywhere that's like you go go to a business casual workplace and that's how people are dressed but in those days that was a little bit of a risk uh but it was so fun the people were so nice and gentle and good spirited for as fierce as they may have looked
0: yeah and you started off in the band no shelter of course in the early punk scene how did that
1: come about well uh i as it I mean, that's all I've ever wanted to do was play in a band. I just didn't think it was yeah. possible. So thank goodness that punk rock happened and said, "Yes, you too can do do it. If if we can do it, you can do it." And yeah. uh, so that that's really it. And my it turned out my roommate. We 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 were both involved in radical politics. It turned out he was like the best musician in the city. Little did I know. So we, we had a pretty powerful little band.
0: Yeah. And when you were growing up, what exactly was it that kick-started the fire in you to get into music?
1: Oh, man. Well, I mean, I just always heard... You know, when when I would get together with the kids in our neighborhood and, the, and my cousins... We always were playing little 45s and LPs on on these little kiddie, scratchy record players. And uh, we would try to make musical instruments out of boards and nails and rubber bands. And uh, back when I was growing up, when you became nine, when you turned nine years old, you were supposed to learn a musical instrument. I wanted to play the drums but my mom said drums were too expensive and they made too much noise but would you mind playing the guitar so you know I'll gladly play the guitar and of course the guitar you know has been my best friend it's a uh, save you know music i i like to say would save save my life wow where did the fire come from i think i was born with the fire you know yeah uh mu- music was the thing that gave me the best opportunity to you know spread spread the fire light the fire
0: absolutely and music just is a fire in itself and has a lot of power i mean you mentioned it saving your life do you think that music is a necessary part of everybody's life
1: oh well i, I think yeah if, if if they could only teach one subject in school it should be music oh, yeah. i think if music didn't exist and you were born you know, if you were born and raised by wolves, you would invent music spontaneously. Yes. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think that it's that much part part of us. Uh,
0: so if music never existed, it, somebody it, would have invented it still.
1: The, the first human being would probably if there was an Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve had music
0: yeah I think it's probably impossible not to just come up with some sort of tune, even if it's accidental, because they'd even discover it somehow
1: and you know of course, you know I gather that you're you might be a little bit of a fanatic I'm a fanatic, I love yeah. music when I come across people that are like, Oh, I have a couple of records, oh I listen to music sometimes it's like what what's wrong with you <laughs> uh, i live i live I live and breathe music and and it's just a casual pastime for you i I just don't understand but you
0: know. Yeah, I suppose maybe people's lives get in the way and they maybe don't have the time. That's the only defence I can think of. I blame the you, parents. You're familiar,
1: uh, you probably know a lot about Patty Smith.
0: Yeah, Patty Smith group, because the
1: night. Yeah, Patty Smith group. When, when I was growing up, you know, because she, she was actually even a couple of years ahead of punk rock. Hmm. When I was a kid, I read a quote from her. She said, rock and roll is the highest form of communication known to man. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I heard that, and I said, "If if Patty says it, it must be true." Um, For sure, it might not be, but, but that's. But I've lived my life with that premise.
0: Yeah, I think that is probably true. And your latest album, can you
1: tell us a bit about that? What's it called? Well, it's called "Undesirables and Anarchists." Oh, and uh, of course, when when. I wrote, it's that, the title, Undesirables and Anarchists, comes from a, a line on the album. There's a song called All of My Friends, and, and the lyric goes, all of my friends are on somebody's list of undesirables and anarchists. Mm. It's not even safe to admit that you're one of my friends. Of course, yeah. we wrote that and recorded it before all this weird stuff in the States started ha- to happen. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's like, wow, things have even become more polarized. <laughs> you could be an and undesirable, or you can be an anarchist if you live over here. I've got friends in both camps, so yeah. well, I can't lose.
0: Well, speaking of weird things happening, how has it been during the pandemic for you? Have you had to sort of cancel gigs, or yeah. have you embraced the opportunity to stay at home and have time to write?
1: Back when the pandemic, when the lockdown started here in the States, I had a tour of the Pacific Northwest, Oregon, Washington, um uh, Planned so that, yeah. and just one by one, because I was, people started telling me, What you're going to get on an airplane? You're crazy. <laughs> like, nothing is going to stop me. And then one yeah. by one, the venues start notifying you that uh, we will not be open that night. Sorry, we'll have to recancel. And then I thought, Okay, this is going to be a couple of weeks. And it's like, Oh, no, maybe it's going to be a couple of months. And then people start yeah. saying, Oh, no, no, we're never going back. This is the <laughs> new normal. So, oh, yeah. But, but this sitting in front of a laptop and playing to your picture. It just doesn't work. I, I played a, a live yeah. in-person show back in Pittsburgh last month, and that, thats thats how it's meant to be, you know.
0: Yeah, I think so. Because you buy a ticket to see somebody on Zoom, and it's like, well, you can't really say you've seen this person play live unless
1: you've actually been there, right? No, the 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 experience is is not the same, uh, and 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 I don't. I, to me, it's it's not even a necessary compromise. I I think. Uh, Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Look, I'm not a scientist. I'll obey the law. I'll uh, yeah. If my neighbors are afraid to be within six feet of me, I'll make sure I don't get within six feet of them. But I, I'm uh, I, I think if you're in an at risk community. If you're elderly and you have pre existing medical conditions, you gotta worry. Yeah. Somebody like me, I'm not worried at all.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people are now starting to take that viewpoint because we've been in this for ages and maybe that's the best option a lot of people are thinking. Yeah.
1: And and where I live, um have you ever been to the states you ever been to philadelphia no okay well you know philadelphia is, is a pretty incredible place you know it's one of the important cities in the foundation of the united states but i live uh about a half hour out of the city in what used to be a vacation destination for uh, i could look out my window see foxes and deer and bald eagles fly mm-hmm. right by my window so where i live is so idyllic you know and and i pop in my car and i'm a half hour from you know one of the most important cities in the state so i've got it made here yeah if if you're going to be locked up somewhere this is a good place to be locked up
0: yeah absolutely and i suppose if you've got a nice place to record music at home do you that might be easier no
1: no see that's that's one of my problems when it comes to recording music uh i've spent so much time listening to bootleg records and uh unauthorized recordings you know somebody who snuck in a, a recorder to a show mm. i don't my production values i'm not a guy for recording i'm good for writing i'm good for producing a session but i need to be in a professional studio with guys at the controls that yeah. really know what they're doing uh i I don't trust myself i mean i know look any any 12 year old with with a good (laughs) good laptop can make a grammy award-winning album but i i need to trust a professional engineer with good ears to do the mixing and uh i'm too easy to please bad stuff sounds good to me
0: yeah absolutely it's probably a really good sensible thing to do to get somebody who's trained at it and knows what they're doing now i notice you have got your acoustic guitar on you right now so i take it you play that in the group
1: yeah yeah that my uh and well mostly i'm, I'm performing solo with an acoustic guitar mm. ideally you know i'm a pretty good writer i don't know if you've list, listened to our catalog at all but I, yeah. i'm a few I'm, songs i'm up there I can I can write, and what I would want would be uh, other musicians who are as fluent on their instruments as I am with writing. So my I'm the writer. I wrote the song. I accompany myself with guitar, but I'd like to have a lead guitar, a lead guitarist, or a violinist or a flute player who can you know take take the spotlight and uh, you know bring something to the table, make it exciting for the audience to listen to. Uh, I mean, I, I can, for for me as a guitar player, I have to work out a part. Yeah. You know, I have to think it out, imagine it, figure out how to do it, practice it. There are people who can play as spontaneously and fluently as we're talking. <laughs> and that's what I would really like in, in, in my bandmates, people who can play like I can speak.
0: Yeah. Well, do you write your songs as you're playing or do you write the lyrics first and focus on the tune later?
1: Yeah. Uh, well because I'm, I'm i gravitate more with words a lot of my songs the words come first mm. or the music you know the, but it's definitely separate every now and then like there's a song on this album uh called poison yeah. which was getting a lot of spins on spotify and that was one of those songs where i just sat down played it and sang it and it almost came out If if the if it took if the song's four minutes long, it took four minutes to write. It just came out in complete form. I'm not sure where it came from. Mm-hmm. That happens every now and then. But it's usually I'll have a musical part that I like. I'll have some lines, some lyric lines that I like. And the, you you can't force them together. They just kind of have to fit naturally. It's like, a, oh, I just came up with some lines that will fit this piece of music that I've been working on. Yeah, Uh or you come up with some music you say oh this will be perfect for those uh, lines i was working on the other day so they're separate but then they come together and they can't be forced
0: yeah for sure and have you had any big moments what are your favorite moments in the times that you've been in music
1: oh well that's 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 kind of hard to say you know some of my favorite moments might not even be uh, in performance. They're, they're like the camaraderie and the friendships and the yeah. little little precious moments off stage or when you're on your way to a show. Uh, they, there's a this brotherhood family thing that happens in a band <laughs> that people outside of a band yeah. can't really understand. Uh, I, I, I think maybe my, my favorite moment, we used to have a rehearsal space in a very remote location in in the countryside of Western Pennsylvania in an old, like, farming and mining town. And (laughs) after a gig, you know, you'd get out of the club at, like, maybe 2.30 in the morning. It would take us an hour to get back to the farm. And then just, like, maybe standing around a bonfire out in the country, not having to worry about annoying the neighbors with your closest friends and maybe closest, you know, comrades of the band. That's, that's, like, those are the magic moments. And then, of course, the, the other yeah. cool thing uh, as a performer, this will happen to me now, you know, uh, you walk out onto a stage to an audience that doesn't really know you. And it's like, who's this guy? Nobody's paying attention. And then you start to play and you watch everybody set down their drinks and look up like, ooh, oh, I didn't expect this like yeah that's right you didn't expect it yeah. but but uh so that's that's like a surprise attack is, is when people expect nothing and then you blow them away yeah. that's that's a pretty cool feeling
0: yeah that must feel great in the not too distant future hopefully not too distant depending on how things go do you think you'll have another album or play more gigs
1: yeah well i have uh Playing the gigs, you know what I want. I want to wake up in the morning thinking about where I'm playing tonight. That's that's the ideal life for me. So, yeah. But you know, there have to the venues have to be be open. But so as as venues become open, I'll be playing more gigs. I have already, uh, I I have probably three albums worth of material that could be released. So. But but uh, you know I'm in my head right now. The the album that we're, we're that that is out is doing pretty well. So I want to put something out that will uh, whatever new listeners we've we've gained. I, I I want something consistent with that. Yeah. So uh, I'm thinking maybe in the spring a brand new brand new album. Nice. Uh, but it's you know things are kind of funny now. They're some of the best musicians I know don't even want to be in. I've heard of people trying to collaborate through meetings like this. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know if I I want to get everybody in a room, play music together. Uh that's so it's gonna take a little bit of a little bit of work and a little bit of charm, mm. you know, a little bit of blessing, but it'll happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean I have the songs. The songs are they are written, the songs are ready to go. Yeah.
0: Well, where are we able to check out the music that you have released then?
1: Well, uh we're on all all of the if you stream music anywhere, Apple Music, Spotify, all of that, uh, YouTube, all you know, all all of the studio albums. There's a lot of live footage up at YouTube that people have captured. I mean, they're not; it's not authorized. We didn't release it. I didn't release yeah. it, but it's available on YouTube. But littleretches.com. And look us up on Facebook. Those are the two main places. Great. Just little wretches.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Well, thank you for
2: having me. Hold up. What was that?